Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast, aka your holistic guide to being a wealthy woman. I'm your host, Donnie, and on this show, I talk to the dopest women experts, entrepreneurs, influencers, corporate baddies, and occasional wildcard guests while they share their wisdom from the experiences that brought them to where they are today. So let's upgrade our lives together, but more importantly, let's get wealthy. It's time for another solo episode. I'm excited. I did not expect you guys to enjoy the last one as much as you did. And what's funny is that episode when I tried to upload it the first time. It's actually not funny, but when I uploaded it the first time, for some reason it only went to Spotify, but I did not realize that. I just thought you got you all hated the episode because our stats were like so trash on that episode and I was like well dang why do they not why is no one listening to this (laughs) mind you we have a a good audience on Spotify but we have the most subscribers like we have way more subscribers on Apple Podcasts more than any other platform so if it's not going to Apple Podcasts that dramatically affects the stats and the analytics so when I saw it I was like dang like only a third of the listeners listen to this this week that is real raggedy and I was like no one likes this no one wanted to hear this but then later I realized it didn't even go out to Apple so then I was like okay let me try to repost it or whatever and see what happens and so for anyone that's on Spotify that saw it come up twice I'm so sorry to you because I was not trying to be annoying but then um, when I tried to do it the second time, it wasn't loading at first. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe I should just not do solo episodes. Maybe that's a sign. And <laughs> it like, it took like two days and then it finally loaded to Apple, which was so weird. I'm like, okay, whatever. But y'all, once it went up, y'all went up for it. And I started getting so many messages right away. And I know that's how I know y'all really liked it because in order for you to comment on a podcast, that takes effort. Like you, cause y'all know you can't just comment underneath the podcast episode. There's no comment section. So for y'all to go out of your way to DM me and message me and do all these things, I was like, oh yeah, y'all really like that. So that made me really happy, but y'all were just really thankful for my transparency, for me opening up about things. I appreciate that. I appreciate y'all for receiving it well. And I appreciate you all for just validating me because that's you know like in order for somebody to feel comfortable doing stuff like that like I have to know it's a safe space and I think for a long time I felt like I had created this space for myself where I couldn't do those things because of the brand the brand that I built like the brand is literally called wealthy woman and so in a lot of ways I feel like I need to always represent that not just meaning like having a bunch of money, but more so just being wealthy and in a good space in most areas because it's an aspirational brand. It's not a brand where I want to sit here and promote sorrows and ups and downs and woes all the time, (laughs) you know, like that's depressing. And I want you guys to come to this podcast and to this platform to be uplifted and inspired. And so, yeah, so I've struggled with that for a while. And even to this day, like sometimes I still struggle with it because I'm like, you got to pick one, you know, but maybe I don't because I and I definitely know like when you guys hear real stories of people that have been going through it, I know that that is healing for you all sometimes. So I definitely will make an effort to be more transparent. So today we're going to piggyback off of last week 
because based on the comments, based on the comments and the feedback that I was getting, I realized that no matter where people were in life at the moment when they were listening to last week's episode, a lot of you guys resonated with it or understood exactly what I was saying and going through because you've been through it or you're in the process of dealing with that right now. And so as much as I would like, like, mind you, I recorded that episode a couple weeks ago because like I said, the um, episode would not load, like it would not upload for some reason. So I would love to sit here and be like, yeah, after I uploaded that, everything was good and everything was perfect. And I felt so much better getting that off my chest and I'm just in a much better space. Um, But that would be really inauthentic. (laughs) And I wanted to be real with you. So the truth is, because things that like, in all honesty, even though you have realizations, when things still are not where you want them to be, it can feel like heavy. You know what I mean? Like life can just feel heavy. And I've just been feeling like that. I've been feeling like everything is weighing on me. Everything feels heavy. Everything feels exhausting. I'll just say from my perspective, when I think the hardest thing for me to accept um, during this transition, and I might've talked about it on the last episode. So if I did, please forgive me. But one of the hardest things to accept for me in this transition has been that I built a life that I loved. I built what was quote unquote, my dream life. And so to go through a process of being stripped of that life and not having the same titles and not having all the things that made me what I thought was me, and be shoved into a, like literally shoved, not just pushed, I was shoved into a new stage of life. That is heartbreaking because as much as this next season might be wonderful, it might be all the things, right? When you had your your heart set on something specific and you got it and then it's like gone, that's heartbreaking. You know, like I didn't, I didn't want anything to change. I liked my life a lot. Yeah. So that's been the hardest thing for me to, to grapple with in this season. I think because I've been dealing with this for a year now, like a solid strong year of me, probably a couple more months than a year, but of me going through this transition, whatever this transition is. I mean, I have an idea. I know what it is, but like we, I'm not, no one knows exactly where you'll end up, right? Like you can sit here and say, Oh, I want to do this and that and the other. But it may not pan out that way. So whenever I get to a better spot, whatever that is, whatever that ends up looking like, you know, like that'll be wonderful. But the reality is, and at this very second, that reality has not manifested for me just yet. I'm still very blessed. I'm blessed to be alive. I'm blessed, you know, whatever. We we know those things. But like inside that dealing with that of like, wanting it to just be over already like I'm just like can we get on with it already can I just get to the next stage I just want to get there I'm tired of this I feel so uncomfortable and I'm tired and I'm just like I'm, I'm looking for relief I'm looking to be in a more comfortable position and so yeah so I was really letting it get to me that's the point I was letting it get to me and it was mentally heavy and I went to my therapist and I was just like it feels like nothing is changing it was getting to that point where it was just feeling like Nothing was changing and it wasn't progressing. Nothing was getting worse, which was good, thank God, because I'm past that point (laughs) of things getting to like what I would perceive as worse. I'm supposed to be going on like the opposite end of the spectrum and it's supposed to be trending upward and we just kind of trending at the same level. Or that's what it felt like. I was just like crying to my therapist. I was like, I just can't take it anymore. I can't. I can't do this. 
And so she was just telling me, um, she said something that will probably sit with me for the rest of my life. And I probably will never forget that session. I've had a lot of sessions with her, but this one I will never forget. She said to me, she said, surrendering to pain is choosing suffering. And she was like, at this moment, you are surrendering to your pain. Normally, this woman always tells me to feel my feelings and validate myself and all the things. But I think that she could see that I was mentally getting myself to a scary place. That's something you have to learn. Because um, I used to not feel my feelings and or validate my feelings because I wouldn't even allow myself to feel them a lot of times. And so now um, I've become very comfortable with feeling my feelings. But that's something you have to learn is like where to stop it and, and you know, reel yourself in. Because at a certain point, you can validate yourself into a dark space. I, that's what I was doing. And when she said that, I was like, okay. Because I was, I was getting to the point where I'm, I've always been somebody that for whatever reason, I just always believe things are going to work out. Or that I always, I've always saw my own potential. I've always been the person that's like optimistic. Or like even when I want to give up, I just can't give up. Uh, I just can't let it go. This was the first time where I felt like I was just like over it. Like I was like, I don't care anymore. I don't care. I don't care because this is exhausting. And I think anyone that would be that's in my that like would if anyone experienced what I'm experiencing right now, I think anyone would be feeling the exact same way. You would probably be like, you know what? I'm over it. Can't do it anymore. I tap out. When she said that, I was like, okay, she's right. I am like. Cause I'm just over it. And I, I did not realize I was choosing suffering, but I was, it reminded me of this quote. You cannot wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy. And that's what my therapist was saying to me. She was like, you have to make a decision to be happy. You have to make a decision to find something to be happy about because you can't always wait until life is a certain way in order to choose happiness or in order to, be happy. Like it can't always be a, when I get this or when this happens, like you have to find something today to be happy about because if not, life is always going to be not good enough. Life is always going to give you reasons to be frustrated or to feel like nothing is enough or nothing is right or nothing is the way it should be. In a lot of ways, I felt like in this season, I have every right to feel like that. But when it comes to protecting my mental health, she's absolutely right. I cannot give into it. I cannot surrender in, to suffering. Like I cannot just choose suffering. The biggest thing was never everything that came with being me. That that was like all the things that I was before, everything that I had before, whatever. That's not... That's not what I'm chasing. I'm not chasing the titles, the things, all that. I just want to feel like me. I wanted, I, that's what I've been missing and lacking is feeling like me because I've always been somebody that was just very sure of themselves. Like I've, I've always been so sure of myself and I've always felt like I'm just the bomb. Like, like <laughs> there's no other way to say it. Like I just always felt like I was that girl. And as I've been pruned, I've not felt like myself. I have not felt like, you know, 
yeah, I just haven't felt like myself. And I felt like all the things that I typically would do in order to feel like myself or be the person that I've sought out so hard to be, I just was not able to do that. So that has been weighing on me. And so I'm like, okay, if nothing else, I have to find a way to do some of those things. If not all of them, some of them, because this is what's putting me in this headspace. Um, a feeling like I'm trapped in somebody else's life. Uh, so, <laughs> so the other thing that kept happening was I kept hearing people bring up the story of Lot and Lot's wife specifically, like that part of the story. People kept bringing up, like, I don't know. I heard it like several times. And then finally I heard it the other day in a TikTok video and it hit me like all at one time because a lot of times I notice like whenever... Um, God is trying to tell me something I'll keep hearing about a specific passage in scripture like people will just keep bringing it up and then sometimes I'll be like okay maybe I need to just go read it and see what it is but sometimes it takes a second for it to like the revelation that I need to like come to me (laughs) so I'll read it and I'll be like okay I don't really know what this has to do with anything like I Lord show me again show me later I don't know because I'm not getting it And this was one of those situations where I was just not getting it right away. And I just, you know, like I knew like the story is wild. The story is crazy. And I, and I just did not understand what that had to do with me, but I got it this time. So when I heard it this time, heard the person talking about it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And the revelation that God was trying to show me was in this moment, I, or all for the past year, (laughs) and my friends will tell you, because I've said it so many times. I miss my life. I kept saying that. I miss my life. I miss my life. But for the past year, I have been Lot's wife. I keep looking back. I keep looking back. And I keep, like, longing to be back where I was. That's that's all I keep doing is longing to be back where I was. And the reality is I'm embarking on a new journey. And so the bruises of this transition are causing me to, like, long for my old life. Instead of me allowing myself to simply move forward and see the blessings that are coming to me, which, you know, I think most, a lot of us do that all the time. We do that all the time when we're losing something, all we can think about is going back. And when in reality we are like, I don't, I don't want to say killing ourselves because that's what happened to her. She like turned into stone or whatever. But like her <laughs> salt, whatever a pillar of salt, whatever she turned into. The the main thing is she ruined herself by looking back. She ruined her future. She she je- like not just jeopardized it, but it was gone at that point because she looked back. And that's what I've been doing. I have been in a lot of ways, maybe possibly. I I don't know for sure, but I know that if I can just see the future and see forward, I could probably be feeling so much better and I could probably be getting there a lot quicker if I would just focus on that rather than longing for my past and longing for what I used to have or trying to even get back to what I used to have and I've been telling myself that over the last year like okay I'm not going to be the same person I'm not the same person I was I'm not going to be the same person but as much even though you can say that so easily it's not the easiest thing to accept because you don't know who this new person is And I've been finding myself in that stage a lot lately where people will ask me questions like, do you still like this? Do you still do this? Do you still X, Y, and Z? And all I can say is, I don't know. 
<laughs> like I, would, I don't know. It's whatever I decide today. Whatever I want in this moment is what I'm going to do. I don't have a clear answer for you or a clear yes or no about if I like something still or if I do something still or if I still dress this way or do such and such. I don't know. This is what I wanted to do today. Um, but tomorrow may change and it's probably different from what I did last year. That's all I know is what I want right now. And that can feel really scary because, of course, change is not the easiest thing. Me, But I think the biggest thing is just me making room for myself and allowing myself the space to choose something different, no matter how somebody's going to feel about it. Because I think that's the biggest thing that helps when you're in this stage of life of things changing and you not feeling sure about anything or you not even knowing who you are anymore. I think the safest or the thing that's going to make you feel safest and most comfort is just going to be allowing yourself the space to choose something different. Like knowing it's okay. It's okay if you don't really want that anymore. It's okay if you don't care about that anymore. It's okay. Like it's just just saying that to yourself. It's okay. It's safe to to want something else. I realized that. Like in this moment, like I am getting to redefine myself and who I am without labels, titles, material things, all of that. That's the thing. I used to find my value in those things. And then once that stopped, I realized that I still wanted those things because it made me feel safe. So no, I didn't find my value in the stuff anymore. Like I knew like that's not what makes me who I am. But it made me feel safe. It made me feel safe because not having it, I didn't know what that looked like. When you don't know what it looks like to not do something, that sounds scary, you know? So it's like, ultimately, I know this doesn't make me who I am, but like, I don't know a life without it, or I don't know what how I would live without it or make it without those things. I just need, I need those things to feel safe, you know? So now, now that I don't have all those things or the people or the titles and all the accolades and all of that, I mean, I still, I still accomplished those things like that. No one can take that away from me. I still did X, Y, and Z, right? But like, I'm not living in that anymore. So because I'm not living in that, I have to get myself to a space where I recognize that the future, I don't know what it looks like, but there was a time where what I did in the past was scary too. And I think that was the, I think that's the thing that no one, uh, or that most people don't get to experience unless you've been in a space like I was in the past. So in the past, like right before I had gotten to my big goals and my big dreams and accomplishing all the stuff I wanted, I was in a space where I didn't really have the room to be scared, if that makes sense. I don't even know if that's normal. I know that people in survival mode, though, we definitely experience that like you when you're in survival mode you don't have the space to even be worried about who's going to say what who's going to think this of you is it going to be scary is it worth it like any of those doubts and those fears that you think when you're in survival mode you don't really have time to think about that and so I that's what I was in I was in survival mode and I did not have the space to sit here and think about you know oh my gosh is this going to work out because of that, that really helped me so much um, to get to that next phase in life without 
stopping myself every step of the way or without being so nervous every step of the way because I just made it happen because it was just like this is the only option because the only other option is to stay where I'm at and I can't do that like that was just not okay so now in this season I've realized that survival mode does not work for me anymore I have exhausted my nervous system which I recognized that about a year ago but I've exhausted my nervous system I'm just i that's not healthy for anyone to operate off of survival uh, for that long. And that's what my therapist said. She was like, she started like prying and kind of trying to get to the bottom of it or get me to see it. Cause she's, she's probably already seen it, but she was just asking me questions about like, why I do certain things and how I've interacted with the people and my family and stuff like that. And we concluded that, I've just been operating in survival mode. (laughs) That's really what it boils down to. And she was just telling me, she was like, you have to, for once, choose to do something because it really makes sense and that's what you want to do rather than thinking it's what you should do. And when she said that, I was like, okay, she's 100% right. Even in that moment when she said that, I had just come up with an idea that I thought was going to be so great. And I had actually talked about it on the last episode because I was going to announce it to you guys. I had talked about it on that episode and then I edited the that part of it out because after she said that, I was going to post that episode or whatever like the next day. So after she said that, I was like, I'm doing that outer survival. It's not because I want to do it so bad. It's just an idea that I thought was going to get me closer to the feeling that I want to feel or the space of life that I wanted to be in. And I knew it was going to be something good for you guys too. Like it was going to be something you really enjoyed. But ultimately, I don't want to do that. If I'm being so real, that is not what I want to (laughs) do. And it does not like it just mm -mm, it's not what I want to do. And I was like, and so I had to sit back and I said, okay, what am I doing? Because that's what this stage of life is trying to get me to see. It's trying to get me to operate in a different way and move forward in life in a different way. I keep reverting to old cycles, old patterns, old habits, you know, because I want to feel safe. I desperately want to feel safe again. I desperately want to feel like life is predictable and that I can depend on Okay, if something happens, I have this skill, this skill, and this skill, and this, if I do X, Y, and Z, it could get me to this. And I've always operated like that. I Everything is a math equation to me. Like, if I do this action and this action, it'll get me this result. And I've always done that because it works. Like, I don't like for things to feel... Um, even when I used to teach, like, that's how I used to teach people. And it, and it made people feel good. It made people feel safe. And they got results. It's like when you can actually know for a fact that if you do certain re- certain actions, it'll get you a certain result, then you can operate through life feeling like, okay, I have more control and I don't have to worry about if it's going to, if things are going to work out tomorrow or whatever. And so that's what I wanted to feel again. I wanted to feel like at the end of the day, I know if I do this little math equation, everything's going to work out. And I just haven't had that for like the last year. Like nothing has worked. <laughs> so I've been searching for the math equation that will work. I'm realizing not that not that there won't be a formula for my life. That's not what I'm saying. Because eventually there might be. There might be a new formula that works. But the point is I can't 
do the same equation. That can't do the same formula. And I can't keep doing things for the sake of survival. The new formula might look totally different and it may not be a quick result. It may not be something I can do and get the results tomorrow, right? And that's how I I like to operate. I like to see results quickly because (laughs) I don't like to waste time on things, right? And so this might not be that type of situation. This might be a situation We're just going to take a minute. It's going to take a minute to get to where I want to get to. Or the math equation might not be some quick little thing I can do to get a result. And I have to be okay with that. Like, God is clearly pushing me and moving me into a different stage of life or in a different space. And I need to just sit back and allow him to move and do what he's going to do and reveal whatever it is he's trying to reveal to me. Because whatever I'm doing, it's just not working. I have to realize that and accept that. And that's okay. You know, like everything, everything doesn't work the same forever. Everything needs updates. Everything's going to need a refreshing, a reset, you know? And so that's what's happening. Like I'm just in a stage of resetting and I'm evolving. And so I share all this to say, you might be in a similar place or maybe you've been in that season before, but if you are in a place where any of that resonated with you. Um, I hope that that was encouraging or I hope that it was like something, something I said, I hope that it was something you needed to hear (laughs) or maybe it was, um, confirming something for you. But yeah, I think if you are dealing with change, just know like it is a whole journey. Okay. It is a whole journey. (laughs) Some days you're going to be so good and you're going to take every, new curveball really well. And then other days it might literally knock you to the ground and that's okay. It's going to be just fine. And I think that's the biggest thing too. Like I'm realizing that I'm changing as well because everyone around me is reacting to me different. But I'll say, especially my friends, my friends are definitely reacting to me different and they think I'm not well and I may not be well, But, (laughs) but also too, I think a part of it is just like mentally, I'm just different. Like I'm just not in the same space that I was. Yeah. So I'm just not reacting the way that I used to at this point. And so we'll see, we'll see who I end up becoming or how I end up continuing to evolve over the next year or whatever. But right now, I think I have been trying my best to kind of sit back and look at everything that I had on the table, look at everything that I was, every project that I said I was working on and just asking myself, is this really what I want to do? And if it's not flowing, why? Why is it not flowing? Why is it not working right now? If it's not working, is it because of something that I'm doing to prevent it from working? Am I not seeing all the options? Or is it because maybe I'm doing that out of survival and I don't need to do that anymore? And also to just overwhelming myself, like, why do we have four active projects on the table? You know, like that kind of stuff, like, (laughs) not that we can't, right? But like, I think at the stage that I'm in right now, that doesn't make sense. Maybe years ago it did. And it was like several people on my team would be working on something. But like right now, why? If I said I wanted to grow this podcast, then why am I starting three different things on the side? That don't make sense, right? Because we're still growing the podcast. The podcast ain't even where I want it to be yet. So I need to focus on this and continuing to do this. But it's like I'm so busy trying to get to a finish line 
that I'm like, okay, the podcast is a long game. So let me do this on the side at the same time. Like, no, how about you just focus on this podcast because you don't know what God wants to do. Maybe he will get you to that finish line in the next month and you don't even know, but it's because you, you're not focused and you're, and you're dividing your efforts between other things. This can't even be, be blessed the way that it's supposed to be blessed, you know? And I'm not saying that's the fact, but I'm just using that as an example. It's like, if I would just focus, just focus in on what you initially set out to do and what is supposed to be the vision here <laughs> and stick with it instead of shifting gears out of anxiety, out of survival, whatever, because you never know how things will pan out just because it went a certain way for everybody else, just because everybody else is saying, oh, this is not the best option or whatever. That doesn't mean that's what's going to happen for you. It does not mean that's what's going to happen for you. Just like with me and the things that I've done in the past, the stuff that happened to me is not normal. And people love to point that out. Like, as soon as I tell people my story and how I got to where I got to, they love to discredit it. And not, and it's not, okay, let me say this. It's not them trying to discredit it. It's not them trying to say, it's not them trying to say that me accomplishing those things is not true or valid or whatever, right? They're, they're more so just trying to say, like, that only happened for you. <laughs> like, that's not realistic for everyone else. That was your situation and yours only, and that's not relatable. And so I get that. But I think what people forget is for there were many years before that where I struggled to get to the finish line. The difference is those years before when I struggled to get to the finish line, this was the first year, this is the first time when the things worked out, that was the first time that I really focused in and really gave something all my effort and did not waver, did not get distracted, did not sit here and go back and forth about 10 different things or shift gears the moment something wasn't working the way I wanted it to. I really focused in. And because of that, God was able to come in and bless it. And it and it accelerated so much quicker than things do for most people. And so I think that was the thing, like at that time, there, there were blessings that were coming to me on a different level because I was able to get that momentum and, and focus the way that I needed to. And I know that's not the easiest thing to do, but like I did. I'm so proud of myself for being able to do that. But like I need to do that again. Like that's, that's the point. I need to do that again. I can't just keep shifting or I can't waver. Um, and also, too, it's one thing to focus in, but it's another thing to really give it the full effort because I think a lot of us will do things haphazard just to say we did it and just to say we were consistent but it's like that doesn't matter that's just like being somebody's wife you can be a wife all day right just because you got married but are you a good wife (laughs) like do you actually take the extra steps to be a good partner to somebody do you actually take the extra steps to do all the things that you committed to right or are you just doing the bare minimum just to say you did it are you just you know what I mean like we do that uh, most of us when we've had jobs we do that all the time I know I used to do that all the time (laughs) I would just get do the task on the list and be done because girl what I'm not I don't care to prove anything to you because I just want my check right but that's not that's not being a good steward and that's not um doing the things that you committed to you are here to progress the company forward 
that that's that's a part of the role that we forget it's not just to get a task done it's to move things forward that's why we you have the reviews at the end of the quarter the end of the year whatever to see your progress doing completing a task is not progress completing a task is just completing a task (laughs) just remember that when you're doing things or you're working on projects and stuff like that it's like are you really giving it the full effort are you really showing up and doing what you committed to or are you just doing something to say you did it and I think lately because I have uh sat here and gotten myself into that negative headspace I was just doing things to say I did it you know and it's like okay yeah I'm I'm being consistent with the podcast so what but it slapped me in the face when (laughs) I'm when I saw several people recently and they asked me they're like are you still doing the podcast and I said, girl, what? I put out two episodes a week. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, but because I don't constantly promote it on social media the way I used to, it's like, yeah, girl, are you still doing the podcast? You tell me. Are you still doing it? Like, let's be real. Like, yes, we can sit here and put out two episodes a week and have the same listeners or whatever. And mind you, no, the show has still been growing, but they're right. Am I giving it the full effort? The full, full effort. No, I'm not giving it the full, full effort. So I need to like really sit back and and give myself a review and and give myself a progress report and be real because I'm just doing things to say I did it and trying to sit here and start new projects thinking uh, this is going to be a great idea and it's not. It's a great idea. Mind you, the idea I had was actually really good and maybe one day I'll do it. But right now I need to focus. So anyway... I don't even know what this episode is going to be called, but basically all of that was to say, you know, I'm a work in progress. So so anyways, I hope y'all enjoyed this. And um, yeah, if y'all continue to like these solo episodes, I will keep doing them. The feedback helps a lot. So, okay, this is another thing I realized because several people reached out to me last week and they're like, I want to give a review. I don't know how to do it. So this is how you set you leave a review because I didn't know y'all didn't know how to do this, but it makes total sense because they don't make it easy to figure this out. So if you, you have to go to the home page of the podcast, like no matter what platform you're listening to it on, go to the home page of that episode or of that show of, of my show, not any show, my show, specifically the wealthy woman podcast. And on the home page, that's where you should see the full list of episodes, like all the episodes. On that, scroll to the bottom. If you're on Apple Podcasts specifically, scroll to the bottom of that page and there will be a section where you can leave a review. Reviews help the show tremendously. More sometimes, mind you, social media is great. Promoting is great. But within the app, in order for the show to get recommended to more people within the app, that is how that happens. When you leave a review for a show, that is how the episodes get pushed more. So, and even too, even if you're subscribed to a show, you may not be getting the notifications on all that stuff. So when you leave reviews, that helps for more people to even see it in their feed, even if they are subscribed or get notifications and all of that. So please leave a review. If you like this show, anything we've ever said, if it was good to you, please just leave a review. I really, really would appreciate it. Um, But yeah, just go to the homepage. And then on Spotify, I believe it's the same thing. I don't think you have to scroll to the bottom, but... On this, on the uh, page of the uh, show, like on the homepage of the show, just leave a review. And on Spotify, the cool thing is 
you guys can actually leave me comments on every episode. And you guys have been doing that. So thank you so much. I've, I've been seeing them come through. Now, I don't know if I have to approve them or something, but I can see them on the back end. So, yeah, y'all might not be able to see it on the front end, but I can see it on the back end. <laughs> but um, you, if you leave a comment or whatever on there and tell me your feedback on the episode, like you can leave comments on the specific episode you're listening to. So I really appreciate that when y'all leave me feedback. And then, of course, on YouTube, you can comment and say whatever you want. Now, if you like to watch and you're a YouTube girl, um, the solo episodes don't have video, but all of the episodes where I'm doing interviews, all of those have video. So you can definitely watch this on YouTube and comment and leave me leave me um, feedback. Let me know how you like things. I'll work on doing some video for the solo episodes. Honestly, I just like to record looking a mess and I need to get my life together. But yeah, we'll figure that out. But anyway, yeah, if y'all keep liking these solo episodes and I'll I'll come up with a way for me to get cute and get on camera and record these so yeah <laughs> anyway thank y'all for listening and I will see y'all or y'all will hear from me next week all right bye